This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff. And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live. We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues. And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them. My name is Susan Orfanos. My son was Tel Orfanos. We lost him last night at the borderline shooting. My son was in Las Vegas with a lot of his friends and he came home. He didn't come home last night. And I don't want prayers. I don't want thoughts. I want gun control and I hope to God nobody else sends me any more prayers. I want gun control. No more guns. Thank you. Deanna, we've just listened to the uh, the, the appeals and the, and the heart cries of a, of a hurt and, and wounded parent. Uh, and um, we, cannot, we cannot say that we sympathize uh, personally with that pain. We haven't had that kind of loss. Uh, you or I either one. We, we've suffered losses. We've, we've had loved ones and dear ones die and be hurt. But um, that kind of pain we haven't walked in. Um, we, can, we can empathize with that kind of pain. We can understand the depth of hurt. We serve, we serve a, a God that understands that depth of pain. But in, in the cry of that kind of pain, um, what we're hearing is a desire for, um, I've suffered this way, I don't want anybody else to suffer this way, and the solution is if we could just gain more control. If we could control the, the avenues of what brought the pain, uh, and, and for them it was gun violence, if we could if we could have gun controls that prevent people from acting out in such a way that they they would rob somebody else of their child with a weapon then i could somehow eliminate the pain for others that i'm having to walk in and you understand that desire i think even in in the passages we've been in and sermons i'm i'm preaching currently in romans chapter 8 there's this crying out for the creation. The gr- creation is groaning uh, and eagerly waiting for the day where suffering comes to a close. There is a day for that. And I think the longing for that is, is the image of God stamped on our heart. In the heart of every human being, there's this longing that things could be better. I'm walking in trouble, but things could be better. Where does that longing come from? It has to come from the stamp of God that one day things will be better you have to trust in his son you have to receive his mercies and graces for it to be better but he's put the desire there even in in the heart the question becomes from what she's crying out for is gun control the reasonable way to get there and even so far as to say i don't need your prayers or thoughts uh and and i think that's probably a direct attack toward evangelicals who are who who are strong on uh, having guns and possessing guns. I don't want your thoughts and prayers. Control the guns. Uh, is that the way we get there? And is that even reasonable thinking that that's going to solve our problems? Yeah, I'm in total agreement with you. And being sympathetic toward this community, they have had such hardship. Uh, what she's crying out, it seems like it's stating that if we would just control the guns. Mm-hmm. If we could have more control, then all of this will be dealt with. However, 
when looking back in history and looking back at other events, you would have to say, if people are without guns, which they were prior to guns, then mm-hmm. uh, we still had murders. Right. We still had deaths. We still had, you know, things that were happening because it's it's not necessarily controlling the guns as much as it is controlling the heart of the person. Yeah. Who who is having control of that particular person? Is it evil? Is it good? However, in saying that, and we can expand on that more later in the podcast, but in saying that, I think that there are some good things about gun control we ought to have. Yeah. I mean, we ought to, you know, have some sort of certificate or some sort of background check or some sort of identification that says this particular person has a gun and in in their right mind able to use it. They have been licensed, so yeah. they have this ability. In saying that, though, you know, lots of people have the ability to have those certificates and ne- shouldn't necessarily be having guns. Right. So do we take guns away from everybody? I, I think we do have gun control laws, not necessarily taking gun control from all humanity, because that's yeah. definitely not going to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's this uh, balance between the desire to control everything Right. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the true inability to do that. Uh, the world is is in chaos because of sin, and so the heart of man is going to find ways to do evil. Uh, that happened from the very beginning, and uh, and and you're referring to that. And and at the same time, uh, laws are good, and. We we talked about it just in in thinking and, and preparing for our conversation. Uh, God gave us governments, and governments have uh, are supposed to wield power uh, so that they can they can care for the oppressed, they can punish the wicked. And, and so, how how does the government have some amount of power? It's obviously power borrowed from God, but power creates limits and boundaries, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to. And and so we ought to be okay that there would be limits and boundaries. And, and so when, when I hear people call out for gun control, my, my mind gets split and there ought to be right controls. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, if we don't touch the heart of man, it doesn't matter what our controls are, that we're still going to see violence and we're going to see, we're going to see whatever those laws are broken. Yeah, and you know, you were talking just a minute ago about me going back in time. Well, if you go back even to the beginning pages, if you're considering the Bible, I mean, you have Adam and Eve, and immediately they have two sons, and what mm-hmm. happens? Yeah. He he goes out, you know, Cain goes out, and he kills his brother Abel. Yeah. Now, God warns him before he kills him. He says, why is your face downcast? Don't you know that if you do what is right, your countenance will be lifted? Yeah. He completely ignores the warning signs, completely ignores what God has told him, because his desire has overtaken him in such yeah. a way that he's going to kill his brother. And, yeah. and we see this in James chapter 4. You know, you want and you don't have, so you kill and destroy, yeah. right? Yeah. And he didn't do it with a gun. So I, I do see the need that we should have gun control, 
But the reality is the heart of man is controlled by a master. And there's two masters. There is God who is master of all. No one in comparison to him. And then there's a master for a time uh, who we are born into, born into sin, Mm -hmm. the father of lies. And until we become sonship to God, then we will be mastered by that that sin, yeah. that those desires that we have yeah. until we repent and come to Christ. So we're going to be mastered by something. We're going to be controlled by something. Yeah. And only God can change the heart of man. Yeah. The experiment of uh, American government, uh, which is arguably probably the, the closest to a a, a, a biblical form of government, people who tried to found it with Christian principles. And, uh, even the founders understood that we're, we're writing laws in place that we understand if a man is not controlled by his conscience, mm-hmm. this, this government cannot stand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so the laws don't matter if the conscience isn't controlled. And, and that's what you're pointing to. If, if, if As an individual citizen of whatever government, uh, I'm under the father of lies. I'm going to do what I, whatever I think is best. I, I'm going to live a, 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 a Joshua and Judges kind of life. That I'm going to do whatever's right in the side of my own heart. Mm-hmm. And, and when you get all of mankind doing that, then you're going to have ultimate chaos. And so un, until hearts are yielded to the Father God and we're adopted as sons and daughters of, of His, and the Holy Spirit is is now controlling our consciences we're going to continue to want to push off the controls of of god in our life and do our own thing and it doesn't matter what laws we can put in place mm-hmm. you're going to have people outside of those laws violently harming other people yeah and as we said earlier it, it's really good to have laws but at the same time there are when you are ruled by the law of God, then you need less government. Right. I mean, your view of God is going to determine your actions. Right. If I view God and say He is good, He is holy, I, I, I want to follow His commands. I I want to follow in not lying. I want to follow in not stealing. I want to follow in not coveting or committing adultery or those things. I I don't need the government to control me or tell me those things because the Holy Spirit is leading in me, affecting my conscience, affecting me in the way that I make decisions. That doesn't mean I'll make every decision that's perfect. However, if, if a person has the Holy Spirit in them, John 14, John 16 says that the Spirit is leading in all truth mm-hmm. and will guide guide you in all truth. Right. Jesus said, I came to testify to the truth. So when we have people who know God, who love God, who want to follow His ways, they're going to cultivate those ethics in a community. Right. And you may have someone who wants to go astray. You may have someone who wants to harm someone. But then you have, that's when you have this government of people that say, hey, wait a second, we can't do that. Right. Our law says yeah. to punish the wicked, right? Right. And and and, and yeah, lift up the oppressed. Yeah. Right. Yes. To care for yes. the victim. Yeah. And, and it's both exactly. in. And I think that's what's hard in this situation is there's victims here that you want to love and hold up. 
there's there's wicked that needs to be punished and and I think that's what strains at my heart over this parent's cry is to lift her up she says don't lift me up in your prayers lift me up by giving me better controls and and I want to I want to bring comfort to her but I don't think the controls bring comfort yeah <laughs> right and uh, what what would it look like to be in a position to say well, I don't. I don't want. I don't want God's involvement at all. Just fix the problems. How does How does a society function well if we? And I think this is just pain in her voice. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to really sure. want to con- attribute sure. this to this individual. Right. But I think she's voicing a collective thought. Yes. Yeah. No God. Man can fix it. Mm-hmm. That's not a. That's not a reality. Yeah. Man can't fix the problem of pain and suffering. Yeah, and what if you get a man in place that doesn't agree with you? I mean, what if you get a man in place who's Mao or Stalin or Hitler or, you know, you can go back to ancient periods where you have a lot of cruelty in a government because man thought that they could control people tyrannically and it was oppressive and yet you see here in romans where the government's supposed to protect the innocent punish the wicked Mm -hmm. you know and and we should as a people want to look out for the oppressed the orphan the widow and all of those things especially in the church i mean we're commanded to do those things and we ought to look back especially these these prophets that have spoken to all these issues yeah but unfortunately we have a short-term memory and and we forget and so we want this immediate fix and the immediate fix is let's get control when really God God has all control and if we will just follow we won't be a slave to sin we'll be a slave to the one who gives freedom and the freedom is less control of the government more control of God and that's going to happen when the church continues to rise up share the gospel be passionate be passionate I mean it's not that we shouldn't be involved with our community and vote and and do all of those things but if we would be just as passionate about sharing the gospel in our mm-hmm. workplace, in our homes, and teaching and raising our kids in such a way to love and honor God, then we won't need as much control because they will be controlled by the power of the Spirit, which will guide them in all truth, which will be good yeah. and good for the community. Yeah, because what they're crying out is for a utopia. Yes. I need, I'm working for a utopian society. Mm-hmm. And there is a utopia. It's called heaven, and, and it comes. It comes in the future, and it comes to those who have surrendered their sinfulness to the mercies of God and put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And so that that society is out there. And so when you hear the longing of people wanting that, this cry of "fix the guns" or whatever it is, that that's the cry of "I want a society that's right." Yeah. And we have that answer. <laughs> yeah. I know a society that's right. I know a society where there's no more sorrow, there's no more tears, there's no more pain. All children live. Yeah. No one murders, no one steals, no one acts in violence. I know that society, and I know how you get there. It doesn't happen on this earth um, because it's not under the control of the one that can provide it. But there, there will be a day. 
it's not under their complete control. <laughs> he's ultimately in control. But right now, he's allowing other things to be in control, the fallenness of mankind. But ultimately, it's all surrendered back to his kingdom, and he fixes all things. And so we have that answer. Mm-hmm. But if you cast out, I don't want your thoughts, I don't want your prayers, then we can't bring that answer. And so uh, I, I just I just want to appeal to people to, to heed what what you just said we if we would spend as much time thinking about how to share our faith uh with those around us uh that's part of acting in our government vote for what's right yeah. uh, listen to the ideas of laws and and the right kinds of of systems of control think and consider and weigh those things and and vote and be involved but when you're sharing your faith you're still acting your faith and your politics together. <laughs> uh, you're moving people towards the ultimate kingdom. And so uh, we, we need to be as active doing that as we are in these other arenas. And, and, and we need to remember that let's not respond to her heartfelt cries with anger. You're not yeah. taking my guns. Let's respond with, man, she's a woman in pain. And um, I, I want to I lift her up. I, I would sit down and, and want to have a, a dialogue with her over the wisdom of gun control, but I would also offer to pray for her at the end. <laughs> yeah. She needs our prayers even if she doesn't want them, and, and so we ought to offer them for anyone that walks in that kind of pain. So, uh, thanks for listening to us. I hope that uh, that's given you some thoughtful considerations and that uh, this coming Lord's Day, you're with believers hearing God's Word taught. Thank you.